Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, yeah. 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 Is a sexy porno boys with pornies up to our eyebrows. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> sexy. I want to. I want to. I want to suck your penis straw dry. Worst idea of all time. Season five episode. Who gives a shit? We've got a special guest joining Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery today. It's me and the sexiest <laughs> man on planet. I hate this guy so much. <laughs> bad guy. He's the bad guy. I don't Chris, know where he came from. I hate him. Chris Parker is here, everybody. Rousing round of applause. Thanks oh, very handsome. Our first guest. Our first guest for the season. Thanks so much for joining us. Chris. Thanks for thanks for playing the porn. Thanks for letting me watch it in between the two of you. Hey, you got to stay safe. And there's no safer <laughs> space to watch a porno than in between a couple of veterans. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, it really did have that vibe of just like, sit down. You're right. We'll put you right in front of the screen. <laughs> and me and Tim, mate, we got your back the whole way long, mate. And if you, you, at any point you need to tap out, just let us know. <laughs> we can go get some fresh air, get some water. It's actually a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Did you feel safe? No, uh, I, yeah, you it, were presenting a very unsafe energy. You have a I chaotic, have you had a really chaotic vibe. I think I felt like I was here really to support you guys, if anything, because mm. I I saw the impact that these films have on you. You know, like, and then I and then and then about halfway through, I felt the impact, and then I I wanted it and life to be over. Mm. Wow! But your intention in coming here was to look after your pals. That's it. That's so nice. And we do need it. It's so we. It's just a lot to like. It's a really interesting social dynamic, isn't it? Watching porn with friends, like it's so weird. It's mm. so, but it's so like. I just didn't know what I was going to be going, like what it was going to feel like. <laughs> How did it feel, Chris? How did you feel on the drive here? I was just like, oh, this is funny, you know. And then, and then every now and then you're like, what if it's really racy? <laughs> you know, <so> <laughs> <laughs> and then it starts, and you're like, oh, it's not going to be racy at all, you know. Like, but then, and then it just becomes this. It's just then, like then it's just like watching a very boring movie with friends. That is exactly what it's like. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than watching a boring 
boring movie. There's no reason why this film couldn't have had a plot, but it didn't have a plot. What? This was the third Emmanuel in That's space right. called A Lesson in Love. What is starting to frustrate me about the Emmanuel in Space franchise, and I mentioned this while we were watching the movie, is a lot of it is spent on Earth. Mm. And some of it's funny. Like the first, the scene, this time Emmanuel isn't bringing a dude down. Previously she's brought Hafron down or Theo down. So she's like bringing right. different aliens down cool. and sort of showing cool. them these sexual cool. ropes. But in this instance, she brought down a, a woman alien who she is going to imbue with sort of uh, knowledge, a sexual of awakening. The car- carnal knowledge. And the, for me, the, the I mean, it was also more, one of the more morally questionable moments of the movie, but Emmanuel brings her down and they have sex in a Las Vegas hotel room, the two of them, and it seems to be a pretty good time. And then afterwards they have a meal. And after she's made this woman have a trembling orgasm, she has to teach her how to eat food like a person. Because this woman is like whole fisting, picking up bunches of grapes and she just trying grabs. to put the entire thing in. She she grabs. And a croissant clearly upside down. An upside down croissant with one hand like a fucking isn't it fu- animal. Isn't it funny and then a bushel of grapes. You can eat a croissant upside down. Yeah, I mean like... But you it, can't. That's what this movie showed me. Is that yeah. it's so clear you're it's doing so it wrong. so you're like you're not enjoying the picture of what you eat. Otherwise, just get a bum. Do you think you can eat a... Just, ha- can, so that means you can eat a hamburger upside down. Yeah, yes. you definitely can. That's crazy. It is crazy. What difference does it make? It doesn't. Or a pie. But I think I sometimes like to eat a pie upside down because... The fallout is. Oh less. my god, you're right because the the smaller bit could be the roof, you and that would make more sense. You want a wider base on the floor because you've got like the pocket of you know like the the deeper part of the pie. Like it's easy to control that with the upper side of your mouth. If that makes. <laughs> yes. I'm watching Chris do this, and it is fantastic. <laughs> he is very sexy. <laughs> Whereas when it's when it's when it's the the heavy part when the the bigger part of the pie and the lower part of your mouth, it's hard to. Navigate because that bottom part of your jaw is. But they don't. The, the lid, the pastry lid, is not always on tight enough. Our mouths go flatter base on the floor, and then in like a narrower roof. Mm. So you do have to flip the pie upside. Down. That's why hamburgers can be the wrong way up because they are designed like that. Stop eating food upside down <laughs> more. It's crazy. It. Why wow, this movie's really turned a corner fast? Yeah, because we've gone from ragging on it <laughs> to being inspired. Mind you, I was rage. I, I was raging on it, raging <laughs> boner in it. I want to fuck this movie. <laughs> oh no, guy. Guy's been wheeling this dude out periodically and. Listen, I've enjoyed it a lot, but it, it, it's, in the moment, it really does take you by surprise. It's just like a coping mechanism. So when they when Emmanuel came down with a dude, mm. Hafron, Hafron, that was the first film. Are, are they having sex a lot? Mm-hmm. They did have some sex, and Hafron's like the captain of the spaceship, and, and uh, he so he sort of learns about sex, and he starts. Not unlike the woman, was her name Trisha? Should we call her Trisha? I think it was Trisha. So not unlike Trisha sort of gets a, a taste for sex with people and then suddenly has this like very pesty, voracious appetite where she just keeps going to new places and hitting up some fella to absolutely... Around the world. And it was just like she was in she was like in Paris fucking on the Eiffel Tower. Yes. In Spain fucking with the bulls. Like I, it- I call it around the world in 80 fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they are just traveling around the world, boning left, right, and And the by the end of it, you're it's just a tricky <laughs> thing to deal with, is because when he pops up, it's very hard to put anything on top of that. Around <laughs> the world, and ate their fucks. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you throw? Some sort of in? weird German sex doctor. 
He's just a guy. He's okay. He's like one of the like the one of the characters they cut from the Muppets because they're like <laughs> yeah. he's dicey. <laughs> yeah. We can't give him. We can't give him to the kids. Yeah, and how much fucking is in the show now? <laughs> Not enough. They got as far as the Swedish sheep. <laughs> this guy is just beyond that. Oh my god! Yeah, so there's like a little. The bre- Muppet should be horny now. You know how there's no. a lot of like reboots of stuff because it's trying to match the age group that the people who originally came up with it are. The Muppet should be now horny. Do you know what? You never see, even if you're on the porn websites, they'll show you different cartoons in different compromising positions. Never the Muppets. Never from, anyone yeah. from the street. Because they're like there for kids. It's copyright, surely. Jim Henson had come down here. Well, you try telling that to this disgusting animator who's trying to make me watch Lois Griffin and Marge Simpson having a whale of a time. Constantly. That is the, that is the thing that I'm never like, oh. You know, like it's, <laughs> it never even slightly appeals to me. It, the, the amount of like... Oh no! Like I feel when I see a cartoon like with a like Homer Simpson with a throbbing heart on. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, it's, it's got such a cock. Like, it's like seeing your parents fuck. You just yeah. like no. Like immediately, you just don't want to see it. If these images are to be believed, Homer Simpson is packing heat, and it explains a lot of his confidence. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, he's like walking. Like of course he can sleep on the job. He's like the biggest cock I know. He works in a nuclear power plant. That wouldn't help. That's right. Right. People are depending on him to not explode America. Mm. Yeah, it's... Send Chernobyl, guys with big dongs falling asleep at the wheel. Why? Communism. <laughs> Who is the hottest cartoon? Oh, the dad from... Um, American Dad. Inside Out. You know the one with the cartoon? Oh, oh he has got... He's yeah, yeah. He's the dad from Inside Out. I can't that, remember what he looks like. He's, he's got a moustache and he... Bucks like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> what about the? He what, stinks of sweat in a good way. What about the parents from The Incredibles? The mum and the dad. No, I haven't no, seen that too movie. Too cartoonish. Too cartoonish. She's very stretchy. Yeah. Um, Sailor, Sailor Moon, I think, is quite a sexy cartoon. Yes. I don't think of Sailor Moon as sexy. I haven't spent enough time with the show, but I feel like. She takes up space in the, in yeah, the world def- as like I, a sexy I think it has, animated character. It's been intentionally gone in that direction. Which but is, um, it's gross because she is probably, if you look at canon, you know, too young. But they like it because of the short skirts, right? The mm. lads like it for the short skirts, which is something that definitely was alarming for me watching this whole film. Well, like What it raised in my mind was like the thing that is traditionally pitched sexy to me is like repulsive. You know, mm, like, there's yes. nothing that turns me off more than, like, red roses and candles and, like, well, that kind of, like, that and, like, and sort of, like, a lipstick thrown on a glass plate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. It fucks me off when, you know, someone tries to seduce me and I walk into a room and I can barely move for lipstick on a glass plate. Uh, can you, because you started telling us right when the movie started and you were like, you know, well, you get the the sort of visceral experience of thing. Oh, I'm sitting down and watching porn with friends here. And also this is porn of an era that maybe was close to when you first watched porn. Yes. You started telling us about your maiden porn watching experience. Yeah. Well, because we, okay, so I had a best mate who will, I respect wrote, brother. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> and he was, and he was a hundred percent real and everything. <laughs> um, but I won't, I won't name him, name and shame him because maybe I don't know. He, he could. I don't, I don't want to tarnish his professional career with this. With mentioning him on worst idea of all time. Well, we watched a lot of porn together. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it was the, one of the main things we did together. That and just kind of hang out as as friends. But he was a he was a straight dude who, in, in hindsight, very 
like non-judgmental about clearly his struggling best friend who was like kind of <laughs> not getting into it. <laughs> but we used to we used to go to his house on the Friday night, have a sleepover, get out of bed at like eleven fifty. That's right. Walk upstairs to the lounge, turn on the gigantic like TV that lit up the whole house, and watch these porn like and watch like the Emmanuel movies together. But then and then it like we then we discovered DVDs. Like you know yeah. he was old enough to, and he went on a very famous trip to the Gold Coast <laughs> with I think his stepdad, and they went to a <laughs> CD or DVD shop, and he bought. Uh, you know, he came back and he's like, "My God, my friend, have I got?" some treasures for you <laughs> and he's like i bought some dvd pawns and i was like holy smokes you know like that is on the, demand you can put those on when you want such an escalation of intensity yeah. it's like i'm imagining the step up in the sort of like hardcore level of pornography you've gone <laughs> from just true. sneaking a glance at a nipple on sky one after midnight <laughs> to your mate coming back from the gold coast <laughs> laden with pornographic dvds i'm so scared for you right now it was so, it was so confusing. It was still very much of a similar like rating of porn. Like okay. it was still, it wasn't like you know, it wasn't oh, like any <laughs> yeah. of that kind of stuff. But it was like, oh god, it's all the, it's all colliding. Like all the things we were, used to watch them because he moved house, so we were no we, the, the sort of setting had changed, and now we were watching them in his garage. Oh, where he slept, very cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool to sleep. The garage is my man cave. He got up to all sorts of trouble in the garage, and I. You know, like I remember, like lying on his camp stretcher, watching them on this TV. But it was like it this was... is such a, like an iconic teenage boy. Set. Yeah, and this he is... he had an iRobot. Do you remember like you could like kind of buy robot toys, like and like almost did what you asked. Them. Yeah, yeah, and that was kind of like in the corner, and then like lots of like just rollerblades sort of yeah. randomly around, <laughs> and then. <laughs> This is all his stuff. This yeah, is yeah, just, just stuff that's just, incidentally in the garage. <laughs> like it was. It was like he never fully converted it. So it'd be like bed thing, rollerblades, and a rake. You know, just like <laughs> just like until you got to rake, I was going to describe this dude as the most zeitgeisty person. <laughs> yeah. He was on the pulse. He was on the pulse. And then this this style of porn was like it was following like what I think was like a fake rock group going on tour and it was called groupies and it was all about like groupies being like like it was really dodgy shit yeah but like the the main thrust of it was the the rock stars throwing like shaved ham shaved ham <laughs> at the woman's boobs and making like a jam sandwich and putting like jam on it i hate food play i know i don't want to kink shame but all these softcore pornographies <laughs> And the food play is so rare. And I remember just being like, gross. And I remember being like 13 or 14, just being like, and, well, even younger, probably like 12. And like, you know, you want to be like, nice to you, mate. But even at that age, it, can you do the noise you made before you said nice? <laughs> yeah. You know, nice. You know, like, and it's hard because you just want to be like, I was just like, are they making a sandwich? Why are they making a sandwich? Why are they, like, why are they into it? Who's into this? Like, is this nice for the guys to be like, take that ham? Like, yeah, it's yeah. so... Who's this for? And then I think it's just permanently, like, burnt and, like, rotted a part of my brain, you know? Like, because it's just like, it's yeah, it's just like, I'll never forget it. But anyway, the, there was a there was a promise of food play in this, and I immediately sort of felt myself be like, not again. <laughs> <laughs> there was It was chocolate strawberries, right? And it was like... 
like they barely dipped it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the worst because I like a chocolate dipped strawberry if the if it's a hard coated like oh it, it, it dries when you remove tempers, it. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And you get a crack. Whereas and that could be a little sexy maybe mm. like when the models bite on the magnums. Scarcomat. It's the old. It's actually that was um, Moritz. Oh, which was yeah. a, a magnum equivalent. So, uh, for Moritz, please, your yeah, pronunciation. Moritz. Uh, it was an old, it's like a glamour ice cream, you know, like a luxury ice cream on a stick. Yeah. And you and, yeah. bite it and be like, you know, yeah. and it would shatter. The, the ad was a, a, man and a, a man and a woman playing chess and the woman was in a negligee <laughs> and she beats the man <laughs> and says checkmate in some Eastern European language and then bites an ice cream. It's <laughs> hot. And then the, like crazy to be playing chess and eating ice cream at the same time in an English like obviously while preparing to fuck this guy because for me like ice creams aren't very sexy it's like have a little sweetie treaty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's more kitty kind of fun like oh I want a little ice cream oh no you can make ice cream attractive <laughs> shove it up your ass <laughs> that's right you've got it you've oh, got no. the guy, <laughs> the guy have you met my brother second horniest man <laughs> I love to shove the Moritz up my asshole <laughs> and I eat the stick out of his mouth and then we both fuck this <laughs> we, same kangaroo in one of its three we are love to fuck each other <laughs> You know, kangaroos have three vaginas for three brothers. I don't know about all this, to be honest. <laughs> don't know about it. What did you think, Tim? I wanted to get back into the... While the movie was playing and, and we were talking about the chocolate strawberries, the chocolate body paint thing. There was some interesting shit going on in the 90s. Mm. First of all, bisexuality was sweet as. Yeah. Everyone was kind of seemed quite fine with it. You brought up the good point because I... You get, want to assume once we cross these social thresholds, things become normalized and fine. But I think we did regress with bisexuality in the early 2000s for some Absolutely. reason. Absolutely. And like, I think it was sort of like the era of like, weirdly like Austin Powers. Things got like, that was like the worst of it. Like, you know, but we before then we were like... Blossom. We, yeah, we, we were sort of like, oh, we kind of accepting and we're sort of getting it. And then it was suddenly like the noughties happened and we were like, let's turn the clock back a little bit you know then we got really like we're reinvading iraq <laughs> we are homophobic like, again really judgmental and like, maybe it was like the rise of like the styles of comedy writing as well that really got punching down like yeah and then yeah and then we sort of then it was like unpacking all that work again but yeah the the 90s were, was like hot for, for body paint and like and food play i reckon yeah, yeah. I, I used to love those candy g-strings what I'd do is I'd go down to the sex store and buy a little candy G-string and I'd, yeah. I'd put it on myself and I'd go home and I'd... I would eat it until I was sucking my own cock. I've got a visual of you trying to... The flexibility I involved. almost believed that story. I remember me and that, that sex-obsessed... I mean, he was the guy that me and him just... We just, we were like encountering... This is your friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were encountering our sexualities, which the, the plot was supposed yeah. to be were different. Yeah. <laughs> we were pitching it as if they were the same. Yeah. And we were encountering that together. And I remember him, we're like walking down Manchester Street, very famous street in Christchurch, which is filled with like sex shops. And it's it was a red like... light district of Chichester. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, sort of a... Not really red, though. It was sort of more sort of an amber. Uh, <laughs> and I remember being like, yeah, can't wait till we turn 18 and we can go into these shops. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rule. That is, that's the law, and it's there for a reason. And never went into them, because then, like, by the time I was 18, why you could buy it all online. Yeah, that's right. And that's the real tragedy of the 2000s. Do you guys remember going A into- move of commerce to switch from brick-and-mortar stores, where upon your 18th birthday, 
you could frequent a sex shop for the very first time and experience in all five senses the thrill of buying explicit material and toys. finally slip through the beaded curtain down at your local video store to go into a a small 4x4 room on which every single (laughs) shelf is plastered a heavily pornographic (laughs) and punny title. And now, robbed this generation. Even as a a young teenager, as a 15-year-old, you could step in there for a second and then step back out for fear of being caught and just parade around looking at (laughs) rom-coms in the ordinary section with a bone of poking out of your trousers. <laughs> this Tucked is out of the waistband. Yeah. This is too specific. <laughs> to be, no, this is general. This, this is a general <laughs> observation. You'd be walking around video easy, Carlton. <laughs> <Mill>. <laughs> yeah. What is up with the fact that they all had to have like pun names? Ah, uh, you. You got to sell to a pre sold franchise. You know, people are, you know, people want to watch the war. Yeah. They want to watch the war flicks. They want to see shaving Ryan. I never got shaving the, Ryan's, Ryan's private. private. So I never think you forgot about that. It was like, is the shaving the sexy part? Like, I think it was they like were a, just it was looking just a, for it. I thought it was a friends joke. It was a joke from friends. Yeah, it was um, Phoebe's sister. Who was in porn? Was actually a porno? Buffy the Vampire Layer, and there was some other ones. There was also Lawrence of My Labia, a joke revisited in Sex and the City Two. What a little uh, cross universe! I like to think every movie I've watched exists in the same cinematic universe. Easily, but the The Montgomery universe. (laughs) (laughs) Everything exists in my universe. (laughs) The um, that I haven't laughed at it, but might be the funniest thing you've ever seen. It's interesting because the only, the weird thing, the thing that I was scared about, specifically when they were, the characters were in Vegas, um, was I felt like we were going to cross over with Full House because I swear there's an episode where they get lost in Vegas and I was freaking out for a while. I was like, I cannot see the Olsen twins young in this movie. But I was waiting for them to kind of just walk past in the back of shot. This movie held one of my favorite lines ever, really, which is, so where are you from? I'm from Vegas. Like no one's from like <laughs> yeah. from Vegas. Because if you are from Vegas, you don't leave. But she's actually from outer space. That's yeah. right. Mm. It, and it, but is it, in many ways, isn't Las Vegas our own little slice of space here on Earth? Huh? I've never been to Las Vegas. I went once. Not for me. I took magic <laughs> mushrooms. I broke even. Still didn't love it. <laughs> That's wild to not. It's it it an all-time great trip. It was still. It was fun, but I was yeah. like, I don't need. It's gross. It's gross. That's the thing. And it's a similar thing to the sexy thing of like lipstick on a glass plate. Is like, <laughs> it's like, want to have a bit of naughty fun? Like the pokies. You know, like that doesn't make me want to have fun. That makes me really sad. Mm. Like it's like the thing that when something is pitched obviously to you to have a good time, I freak out. You must yeah. have hated the opening salvo of this film then, which was oh. a sex scene intercut with different people gambling <laughs> in the middle of gambling. Like not even they were an all losing. Yeah. Oh, every one of them was losing. They would have a lot of um, pokey machines coming up with like, it'd be like Three seven, different seven, seven. I just bar, feel like I've spent the last 10 years like running away from that culture. You yeah. know, just like that, that thing of like, and then it's like, those dudes go to like dress up nights, which is themed like pimps and hoes. Yeah. Yes. You know? And it's like, I, I just have never been invited to one of those parties and I never want Why? to be. I'm going to have a no. pimps and hoes Christmas party <laughs> and you're very welcome to come, but beware, it's going to get slippery. We should talk about the version of that in this film, which is the party. Do you want to describe how the um, Valentine's Day party happens that Mario orchestrates? We don't even know. That part of the movie happened. We were like, where 
are we? <laughs> like, it just, we suddenly may have been in Italy, but we weren't sure. But they're going to... The, so It's yeah, on the boat, though, isn't it? And, but where was the no, boat? Was yeah, the, I mean, in Las this Vegas. Is the, this is the famous Las Vegas coastline. The thing about this film is it's just a series of, like... It's a, it's a premise, right? Like, it's these two hot ladies come to Earth and go around the world because they can transport very fast. So you can, you can fuck in all sorts of fun places. One of these places is a kind of Valentine's Day... Party masquerade, masquerade. Yes, where some guy is—he's a philosopher in a way. He's a—he's a millionaire. He's a philanthropist. But he's all about free love. But turns out it's a bit more conditional than that. He wants you to have sex with someone specific, and so his, that yeah, he has his vision chosen. of free love is he chooses who everyone else <laughs> has sex with. with. It's like literally the opposite. Yeah. So he's handed out a whole bunch of what I will honestly say are very cheap masks, <laughs> like just. Two dollars, like yeah. a bunch of, and, I've, and that style of mask I, uh, with the feathers around, I feel so familiar. I would, with. I would love to see the characters in the movie being like, "Is it just me? Or are the masks really cheap this year?" Like, I think Mario might have lost a lot of money, and Mario's still trying to throw his big party. And everyone's like, "This it feels off this year, guys." Oh, we remember the year there was all like those Venetian masks, yeah. and suddenly it's like paper flimsy masks. <laughs> Mine's got a macaroni border. It feels like a child, mate. It's got that cheap elastic yeah, yeah. cutting into my ears. And so he's given out masks, and you have to find someone with the same mask as you, and that is your Valentine. And he's like, it's like, uh, huh, you know, like, it's not much more said on that, but he's being like, you must have sex with them. And, and yeah. what he explicitly says is, you may not trade masks. Yeah. Yes. I have dist- dished out these masks. And, and, she, and Emmanuel does a classic Shakespeare switcheroo. Yeah. Uh, she but, pours a glass of red wine on someone, <laughs> and while they're cleaning themselves up, swaps the mask. <laughs> Just like old Romeo. And yeah. it led into what I would call my low point of the film, just the longest, like, dimliest lit, mm. slowest, saddest fuck. But <laughs> there was a poor of... This, it had a bit of food play, because there, there, yeah. there was a promise of food play in this whole film, and it didn't really happen, and then suddenly it was like, he was pouring bubbles. I'm not going to say it's champagne, because if the quality of the mask was anything to go by, yeah. he's cutting costs. You, can't, was... you know you can't call the masks unless they're from the mask region. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, it's traditional. So the face, yeah. face cover traditional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sparkling white yeah. is on. He's pour, he pours a bit of sparkling grape juice into like the crevice of her back, which is just crazy. M- meanwhile, the cameraman or the camera person is literally running around them in circles <laughs> pointing their camera on the action. They keep doing it. It makes me so <laughs> ill. Because not only do they have these constantly rotating shots of the sex scenes, they will intercut it with a constantly rotating shot of the spaceship and then a child's carousel ride going at full tilt with the fucking sound. I was waiting for to cut to like Sugar Babe singing round round. Also <laughs> yeah. like swinging around. It's just like everything was rotating and all in different ways you just feel so dizzy so the, the problem with this film what made it so excruciatingly boring and really sort of hard to key into is just like it felt like there was exactly the same amount of time given to the exposition or the dialogue and then also the sex scenes but there was no oomph to either of them like the dialogue was all very pedestrian and they, they had no story to further and then the sex scenes were also there, there was one sex scene that was quite good when the Trisha uh, go after she's just been fucking pesting all around the world. She goes to Spain, <laughs> and she pests uh, in a changing room. She pests a matador. I love and and that was real. Like you guys were very. I was sort of coming in and out of the world at that point, but you guys were very like it was observed, hot. It was beautifully set up and constructed, and so like, well lit. The sexual dynamic was really clear and strong. It's and they changed roles as well, which my was kind so- of sexy. My yes. biggest critique of that. Is that they should have used a daylight temperature on that light instead of a cold? It was very cold. It was very cold, Lila, and it was it was not doing wonders for his butt. You both criticised the uh, they put a towel down as well. Well, he didn't put a towel down. He lay his matador cape down, which I think was supposed to be a very romantic, sexy gesture, but and just kind of screamed of being like, "Ooh!" and something to mop up afterwards, which exactly. was just not nice. When you articulated it, it was it was so good because it was like I feel. That this is yuck, and I don't know why. It was like, like a little because bib for your bottom. What like, you know, what they're going for is like shag pile rug, fuck by a fire. But what it read in the moment as was, as you said, discharge is going to happen. God, he would be exhausted. That's oh, right. he's just been been running around with a bull. Yeah, <laughs> and suddenly he walks back. He's like, I need to take my shirt off because I'm so hot. Like it's the middle of summer in Spain, <laughs> and he's like, right to my cold office where I where I loved he. His office, it was kind of an office, even though it was kind of backstage of the Matador Arena. And he had like a big desk where I imagine he does his taxes and his paperwork. And he's got a, 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 a sculpture of a bull he looks at. On the desk. And it was just like amazing. <laughs> and so he's just like clocking off, like I'm done for the day. The crowds loved the bull stuff. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. And like he did a tight 10 or whatever. And he's just like feeling really confident. And then there's this, yeah, woman there who's just like, nice she didn't, I didn't even they chat. He's just like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And then away they go. This is what shits me. And this is where I feel similarly to you about like the, like, like this is the example you gave. So I'll return about the lipstick on a glass plate thing. <laughs> like this traditional romance or this idea of like carefully orchestrated uh, arousing situations. And this character was driving me nuts is like the assumption that it, everyone wants to have sex with her. And it's like arriving at, at these inopportune moments and just insisting upon 
it being an arousing or like, and it's everything's dripping and like intent. Yeah. And it's just, it feels so like heavy and you can't move. And it's like, I just want to be able to fucking relax and have this, fun. But everything you say is like construed through a sexual is, filter. It's why the trope of a pizza boy turning up is so often used to describe porn because it's, it's the spontaneous nature of, mm. you thought one thing was happening, which is that you're getting it or Actually, take it from the pizza delivery person's perspective. You think you're delivering a pizza, just like always, just for the 50th time tonight, knock on the door, open it. 50 pizzas is a busy night. <laughs> it's a lot in one night, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a lot? Yeah, 50 pizzas. This guy's naked. He's knocking on 50 <laughs> the last doors. The thing he wants is to lie down in someone else's bed. He's like, I've got 35 more pizzas <laughs> in my fuck. car, and they I'm going getting, to get fired. Yeah, they're getting colder by the second. And the next one is on the literally other end of town. They're individual orders as well. Yeah, no got, one's ordered two pizzas. No, he's got 50 houses to go to. We've got to talk about the fucking hot, hot, muscly man. Oh, yeah. Was he there? It was the first one that Trish... It was an array to... of buff bodies. Like, it was... And this is the thing that was really, like, interesting. And at a point where I was like, it's like this film is made for one gay man, two straight men. Like, that, that, this is, like, the perfect combo to watch this film because... And the, it kind of goes down to the initial premise, which is why I'm interested about the idea of, like, other films being Emmanuel and a man going down because I... You, then he might be having sex with more women. You might see some more different types. But this is like you're only seeing the same two women have sex with all these other guys. So it's very like it's true female led, and like the woman is having like she's getting all these different types of male bodies. Mm. And so like and they really seemed in control of it a bit more. They're which, not. Mm. They're not different types of. They're different men. But they're not it's different. The same, <laughs> it's the same body type. It's well, the same body type. But they it, were on a slider though of that, how ripped they. They were their all. First guy was. Incredible. Yeah, yeah he's thing. like, it, I've never seen so many muscles on because it. they were all in proportion with each other. Like what? they were all quite big, but not. I don't. I don't like that kind of grotesque body build, yeah, he, the he, bulgy he, thing. He walked that fine line between, like he he had such clearly and perfectly defined muscles, but all within. I mean, this is probably uh, an offensive thing to say, but within taste, like none of them were sort of exploding <laughs> with veins. No, yeah. there was no. The matador was probably the beefiest boy, but fuck, I mean that suits his job, you know. Whereas there was like the bellboy at the hotel in Vegas. I reckon if I was a matador, I'd want to. I'd almost want my exact body. I think too much muscle, yet too top heavy. You know, you're not as you're not as uh, you want to zip around the ball. Though, agile. You've got, <laughs> you want to be able to like bend around. I imagine the ball going. I mean, I like bend my whole body around. You're kind of like true. looping like elastic girl. Yeah, <laughs> jumping over the yeah. I, I guess he sort of like wants to grab the ball by the horns and sort of fling it away. I think if he like was off balance ever so slightly, he's so top heavy that he would fall down, and then the ball just has to round the corner, come back and impale him with one of his horns. Bulls not famously good corner turners though. No, they're that's really right. good in a straight line. They'll mm. go like stink. Yeah, yeah. But you give them to turn a corner in a hurry. Ooh, they're on their side. We're talking bulls with Tim Bat here. <laughs> Welcome back to talking bulls. <laughs> I guess Matadors. Ah, sexy. Like, yeah. I was surprised. I was like, when we got to the Matador Arena, I was like, yeah. I, I think that... Of all the jobs. Yeah, yeah. The ethics are questionable now, but the idea of a traditional Matador, like you imagine at the height of, you know, that being... I mean, it's still a huge part of the culture in Spain, but like the idea of that is very sexy because you're watching someone in mortal 
peril. Yeah. They, and they survive, and it's like, you know, the through, through their skill. Yeah. Through nothing but their skill. When they're in Paris, and she fucks a guy who can barely paint a picture. Oh, yeah. It's a horror and he had a grotty apartment. She's like, I love your apartment. And it was so kind of beige and... Yeah, hideous. and he was painting a very... Du- he, was, he was sitting by himself with a canvas and an easel <laughs> next to a merry-go-round in a public park, <laughs> painting a photo of someone else's child <laughs> flying a kite. And this alien shows up and says... Fuck me. And he says, okay. But he did have, like, he had some champagne just, like, on ice back at his apartment, which was, I mean, I, I kind of get the contract slightly because it is, like, very reminiscent of, like, grinder hookups where you just, like, are, like, we are engaging in sexual intercourse. Like, that is, mm. but there's, like, ab, like, even engaging into the app. Like, you're, like, that's up top, like, the yeah. contract here. Whereas, well, is this, like, straight a, people cruising? Because this is in a park? I and... guess so, but you're just, like, the situation is, like, you, he's just like so horny already. He but to even just have sex on the well. mind. As forward as she is through this entire movie, he says, "I hope this isn't too forward, but my apartment is nearby." This, yes. is, this is actually all uh, circling back to a point that you you kind of raised, which I think like so. There's the thing about the the forced eroticism or the forced like uh, mood that 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 irks you, and also me, and then also it's like um, the idea like. Watching these pornos and then watch it as I, I as I grew older and watched more a wider variety of porn apart from just softcore <laughs> Emmanuel porns. But like remembering the idea that everyone is horny all the time and that the first thing you do when you're really horny if you wind up with a woman is like spend forty five minutes fondling her breasts. Mm. It's like it's the it's the same point that you made, which is like it's it's really unbecoming. It's also quite confusing because then when you actually do start having sexual experiences, not, like it, it doesn't come up in any way or shape or form the way that it's presented. I know. And that's the, well, that's because I had sex with the ladies and the men, you know, and when I was having sex with the ladies, it was like, I was, that was, that was definitely in my mind. It was like, it needs to be this, like, I need to light a candle and I need to like throw a million beads around the banister of my bed and like all not, not unlike the Emmanuel films at one point they'd, they'd strewn beads all around this four poster bed and the man was running around with the camera to film it and they were spinning the no, beds and as well because well, the was beads were all rocking back and forth I don't think the camera person moved from that one because they could, the as bed Chris was pointed out the bed was literally and he, you could because I was like no they're just moving the camera perspective like no look at the beads and by centripetal force you could see yeah, them yeah. being shifted around and um, but then when I got to have started having sex with men, like it was like I had like liberated that idea of it having to be so like, yeah. you know, and it became like fun and exhilarating and like and and sort of fast or like you know and and you know with shame and guilt and all you know. Uh, <laughs> and, Shout out to all our Catholic <laughs> listeners. And it, it's thrilling, you know, and like it could be way more fun, which is like you know. I think what the, ho- the you're also having sex with people you want like you you buy you were like driven to have sex with at this point which is a so huge true. difference <laughs> and you like the person you're yeah, with yeah, like. yeah. but um yeah no it's like I I don't know I feel like there there could be thrill in these if I was to give any notes you know it's just like pace it up you know yes. have a, have a quick fuck you know because yeah. there's that great moment because she's been to Paris and Spain or whatever and I was like where next where is obviously another iconic landmark yeah Hollywood and so she has sex with a Hollywood director who's making just a sort of film about two people who want to kill each other on the side of the road and in he- front of like a demented Pee Wee Herman set <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, so right. weird there was some weird backdrops there was some weird backdrops and then 
they are kind of ha- going to have this like quick quickie like on like we're and all- is the, is it, you're exhausted of the idea of sex in the movie by then but it, it is on site the most titillating scene because well except that it's in broad it's one piece that's what's fun about but it it's a different it is a change of environment like every other scene's been shot like in silhouette mm, really so exactly the same pace exactly the same setup you're like we get it you like long languid sexual experiences but this might be like the sort of because I think a lot of like gay porn and stuff is like you know quickies and like or like just doing it in public or whatever quickies the digestion <laughs> <laughs> Quickie, quickies, quickies. Uh, they put a quick food plate it's like digestion pills um, <laughs> but then like yeah I was excited to be like oh they're gonna have sex really fast on this couch or something or maybe it's one of the movie to be over yeah but then again it was just like really slow and just like all about the nipples and a lot. Of belly button play, yes, a oh, lot yeah. of licking of the belly button, tonguing, which, and, belly the, and the guys. The apparently in the film, the guys love it. Like they just mm. love having their belly button eaten. Out. That's right. There's nothing quite like having your 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 lint removed <laughs> by the tongue of another. And then she exchanges it into his mouth. We, we've got. <laughs> oh my God, um, I'm throw up. We've got some segments that we need to race through, and the first one is actually hosted by uh, me as the bomb <laughs> inspector. Oh my God! How did this? Okay, guy... I'll inspect myself. It's yes, a... still got a big boner. <laughs> I've had a boner since I was six. Stain. I can't get rid of it. Is why I'm so confused. It's a difficult position to get. There's a lot of hoops to jump through. There's a lot of internal politics. I don't know how this man <laughs> ascended to the He's boner so, inspector. You'd want it to be a more supportive, like sort of. Like, I'm safe, <laughs> and so is his brother, who he likes to fuck. <laughs> um, no boner for me, and I was hoping for one just to be like, oh, he's still got a bit, still got a bit in the old horse, you know, <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was willing, wanting, this, hoping. But this was the furthest I've been from here. This was felt so unerotic. You were full linguini. Yeah, as the, I was, as they say in the film. <laughs> she asks one of the bellboys to make her his famous linguini, which we immediately assumed is when he fucks her with a flaccid cock. A full linguini? It's a really funny name. <laughs> Tim, any murmurings <laughs> from your penis? Nah, man. I was um, a combination of bored and cracking up. Mm. Those were the those were the two. We did have fun, didn't we? Pendulums. We did some laughs, and the, it's the, so nice to have not just a guest, but Chris Parker. That's right. It is a delight. And the, the other sec- section is um, it's uh, it's a, it's called picture porno with George Lazenby. Oh, he's who's he? I'm sorry, it's so hot in here. So hot, it is very hot in here. I don't have much time before I pass out from dehydration. George, the guy from the planes in the first films, you got it. Also, one time James Bond star, and will not let it go. And the world's greatest listener, the world's greatest listener. That's right. We got to pitch him a porno. Me, George Lazenby. Yes. (laughs) Um. It's um it's well it's obviously called lipstick on a glass plate. <laughs> oh you into it? And it's a series of um well it's a it, it's a series of really quick fucks actually. <laughs> uh because they're this everyone is everyone is so scared about being caught. Uh that they've got to get it done I'm fast. Listening. And it, Are it, they all in one room? <laughs> 
<laughs> um, it's uh, it's in a it's yeah all in one room. Okay, <laughs> you want that? <laughs> I, I'm just asking. Oh, you the way that you pitched it. I mean, it could be anywhere, but if you wanted them all in one room, well, so far you've just described the idea of a lot of people having sex in a rush. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the morning rush. It's before work, and everyone's like they haven't had sex with their partners for like six months, and they're like. This morning. Why do all of these people live together? <laughs> it's, in a, it's an apartment building, and there's a whole bunch of young yo pros, and they've been and they're in their committed relationships, and they're all going to have sex. But mm. they're just like, let's just do it this morning, otherwise, we're never going to get to do it. Mm. So they just quickly have sex. Mm. Uh, and before they leave, the wife is like, I've got to go to work. And she puts her lipstick on and throws it on the glass plate, and that's the last final frame. So we zoom out. I, I, I like it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Tim? Awesome. Green lighting it. It's like Quibi. How can it go wrong? You know, people want bite-sized scenes. It's exactly like Quibi. Why didn't they make porn on Quibi? They absolutely... That should have been the pivot. That's the platform. They had invested, yeah. bi- I think, it millions at least. Because it's also to watch on the phone and there's small little videos, like the, the length of a porn. Exactly. Porn! You're like, it's a seven minute... What is a seven minute... What is yeah. something yeah. you what, what genre on your phone? <laughs> movie do I want what last seven minutes particular- on my phone? <laughs> seven minutes, Those- no more. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb assholes were my- so close. Katzenberg... <laughs> If you're listening. You were so <laughs> fucking close and you spent so much because money building the infrastructure. I reckon we should absolutely put porn on Netflix. Like, I just think yes. it's the absolute way to go. Because yes. also you could have the logins because there's like different logins, right? So you could just have the, you need to be 18 to get into this part of Netflix. And yeah, then, yeah, kids never can figure that stuff out. Do it like, <laughs> but it's fine, you know, because then it's also being paid and, and like, and it's being curated by Netflix up top. Exactly. So at least they're not, at least the parents are like, well, it, I mean, clear, I can see from the history they've been watching a lot I, of porn, but at least that's good stuff. They're but, not going to whatever to like grubby porn sites and seeing real aggressive, horrible stuff that's planting bad seeds in their head. But then we, you get to pay for your porn. Is the interesting? Is the important well, that's part? Also so you very get, true. And you're not like you know your dad's like going through your taxes and like what's cocky boys? You know, it's you know you don't get that. It's just like it's oh subscription. That's Chris's Netflix account. Why the fuck aren't they doing that? Can we this? circle Chris, back to that anecdote where your dad is going through your taxes and notices that you've... Listen, you've... my dad does my taxes. And is a huge fan of our show. And I've I've subscribed to like a couple of OnlyFans accounts in my time. But I have to go through my taxes before I give them to my dad. Thus negating the point that my dad helps me with my taxes <laughs> anyway to scrub out the OnlyFans titles inside of those. Because I'm trying to pay for more porn. Good, but on it's, good on you. But, you know, you do what you can. What do you... What? How would the conversation go, do you think, if you... Are, are you just so It would so go, fearful? what's OnlyFans? Um, it's an online website <laughs> subscription. You like athletes, don't you, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> These guys aren't athletes. Could you just... Could you, I mean... You couldn't have that conversation with your dad. Would you have that conversation with your dad? If I if it, if he was doing my taxes and stuff, and I was like, oh god, all right, fine. Really? Yeah, actually, do you know what? I would. I would. I. What about you? Uh, I w- I would. Captain Underpants. It's. it's I a- would, but I. You know, it would just be. It'd just be like, ah, oh, don't god. worry. About it. It's just I. You pay to see naked photos of people. I brought this mentality oh. to my. To my drug use as well. My folks are. You're better uh, to say it's porn than you pay to see naked photos. That is way sadder. <laughs> that is so sad. Photos. 
Oh, or is this have to, how you have to explain it to Stephen so he understands what's yeah, going Dan on? Dan doesn't understand moving pictures. That's where I <laughs> we don't have a TV, <laughs> just a painting above the fireplace that you he looks the, at every night. Oh, it's where we pay to see pictures of Homer Simpson naked. Yeah, and his monster <laughs> hog. <laughs> the giant but, donut wedged over it. It is unsustainable. That, is that, that, that is a Homer Simpson porn I'd like to watch, just is, him fucking a giant donut. <laughs> Is that what you've seen, or is that just something you're you've created from I your imagine, mind's eye? I mean, I just put. I imagine it exists because it is. It's iconic. It's the perfect snack to fuck. That's yeah. right. It's built for it. If you want to fuck, you know that Homer Simpson would. He'd if you want to be fucked, on. then I wouldn't. Su- I would suggest this in a clear. Even that, it's, Even like a, gonna... it's, it's like ordering the full linguine. No, don't. That's good because it's crumbly. It wouldn't get too much. Just no, no, I'm imagining you're trying to fuck away. yourself with an eclair. It's just <laughs> whipped eclair, cream all around you. It's very difficult. Battle. Okay, we've got to leave this room. It's so hot, and I can't handle Guy Montgomery anymore. Um, Chris Parker, thank you so much for joining us. Is anything an inaugural guest? Anything you'd like people to inspect? Plug, inspect. plug, plug oh, stuff. No. Just enjoy your year. Don't worry about it. Listen to the... I will then. As the producer of The Male Gaze, it is a fantastic podcast. It was a test. You failed. <laughs> and I forgot about my own podcast. It's uh, Chris Parker and Eli Matthewson, and it's just fucking great. So subscribe to it, you dingus. And um, maybe... I think this will be around like the time when this comes out, if all goes well. We Chris and I and Eli might maybe have a pretty big and crazy announcement to make by the year's end so yeah i hope you do is it that i'm having a baby to come and hang out with you guys now well how do you mean is that the big announcement no you're still on the blacklist oh, yeah no well do you way. want to do an episode with us of the male gaze yeah <laughs> with our straight friend sure i don't think i'm <laughs> the perfect fit but i'll give it a go <laughs> we've had straighter people on the podcast <laughs> we've had friendly stint <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you in the next exciting installment of Emmanuel in Space. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.